0: security number not me Nuh-uh. oh no he's been stolen
1: lifelock by norton makes it easy to help protect yourself if you become a victim we'll work to fix it no one can monitor all transactions but you can save up to 25 percent off your first year with promo code news at lifelock.com identity theft protection starts here have you heard of the ppo Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. as Bob France exposes the party of perpetual outrage. The Bullington Capitol Report. You know, there are an awful lot of people that go through life that are really good memorizers. Not so much on the critical thinking part where you have to break it down yourself and figure out what answers are when the answers are in the books. It really is difficult to know because if you just memorize the answers when you come up to a situation where there hasn't been an answer written down yet because nobody's had to stop and figure it out, you can have a problem. Saturday mornings at 11 on AM 1420, The Answer.
2: And Odyssey.
1: The following programs, views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM 1420 The Answer or Salem Media Group.
3: On our giveaways during this broadcast are the responsibilities of the host and/or producers of the program conducting a contest. All programs are subject to contesting giveaway rules and responsibilities mandated both by the FCC and by AM 1420 The Answer. Cool.
4: Good morning all. How do you do? Welcome to the Irish show on WHK AM 1420 and on the internet at whkradio.com. My name is Jerry Quinn. Delighted to be with you this morning. Our program is brought to you by Gandalf's Pub and Restaurant, Valley City, Chambers Funeral Homes, Golf Tech, Joyce Buick GMC, O'Neill Healthcare, PJ McIntyre's Irish Pub and Restaurant, Vince's Barbershop East 185th Street, and the Western Reserve Insurance Group. All these good folks bringing you the Irish show this morning on WHK AM 1420 and on the Internet at whkradio.com. Stay with us now. Great music coming your way. Also, some interesting guests all coming up here on the Irish show, WHK, here until 12 o'clock. ¶¶ Okay, welcome, everybody. Full cruise How are you doing, Jerry? All on time. And JC, do that donut looks very inviting. There's a whole
1: bunch more in the other room there. Wow. <laughs> go ahead. I, Help yeah. yourself. I can't have it. Morning,
4: I'm on. I'm on the diet. Very good, Jerry. How are you? Yeah. Okay. Colleen, great to see you on right. time. I know yeah. how Jerry you must morning. be leaving early today.
0: No, I am. There's a, an event for uh, Sammy, and baby number two's
4: on our way. So I used to have people them. work for me like that one time. If I ever saw them being on time, I knew they were going to leave early. Oh, did you? <laughs> 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 <Right>. Suppose <laughs> I was paid much higher wages than I'm paying you guys. Yes. So, <laughs> so we've got exciting <laughs> All right. news coming the next few weeks. With the new well, news. I have exciting news to tell you guys. Yes. I am now a member of the Lithuanian community. Last yeah. Sunday right. I left here. Very nice. And I went I to know. the Lithuanian club on East 185th Street. It's a magnificent place. I had no idea. Uh, the food is magnificent. And I met the director of it. R- R- it's, it sounds like Rita, but it's Ruta de Gentis. I, I don't know. Mm. I'm not pronouncing it properly. But I thought the Irish were the only ones Rida. where potatoes was the big, uh, big dominated big. all the dishes. Uh uh-uh. uh, the Irish have nothing yeah. on the Lithuanians. Sure. Lithuanians,
0: Peruvians, there's oh. a lot of potato
5: people around Oh my the world. Yeah. gosh.
4: <laughs> but I mean, it's in everything. Yeah. It's in oh everything. So do you
5: don't look Lithuanian.
4: So I had the breakfast, I had uh, lunch, and um, I had more potatoes that I had at lunch than I ever had in my life. It was wonderful. Are I you could, kidding me? I oh, love no, it.
1: No. Nobody right? has more potatoes <laughs> than you. <laughs> right. Come on.
4: Well, anyway, I got a great welcome there, and I met this wonderful lady. Rita, Ruta, you pronounce it. Yeah, Ruta. <coughs> Ruta. And I was asking her about her family coming yeah. from uh, Lithuania, and very similar to the story I told about Vince the barber. Mm-hmm. And she said that to me. I said, you know Vince's story. She says, we all do because we all came to America that way. In the middle of the night, we left mm-hmm. our homes, left our farms, left our animals, and the Russians were coming, and we had to get out of the country as fast as possible. So in her case, though, there were six kids in the family her mom was pregnant with the third one, so three of them were born here and three were born in Lithuania. So it's a great story, so I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. If she's listening this morning, I want to just say good morning to you. I'll call you Rita, it's supposed to be Ruta, is the way you yeah, pronounce Ruta, it? Ruta. Ruta, yeah. And L- I think, L- is L- that L- the yeah. same, it's like Ruth,
5: mm. is it? They're now a NATO country, so uh, hopefully they have some protection. Uh, my J- my J- J.C.,
4: I see you you know you're going to have to stop eating that donut yes. if you want to talk if you want to speak good. on the radio you need to stop chawing <laughs> 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 Colleen, you better watch your fingers there because yeah, they'll be they'll be gone <laughs> all right a couple other a couple of other things we want to want to talk about um um we had um i i think a couple of weeks ago i announced the death of um Mary McCann, Mary McCann, that's Kathleen Roberts' sister. Mm -hmm. (coughs) Well, I got a notice from John, from John McCann yesterday, saying her other sister passed away in Ireland Mm -hmm. just last week, Mm -hmm. and her name was Mary, Mary, um, Mary McKenna. Margaret, Margaret Murray McKenna, she passed away. Her son, John. John McKenna is a teacher at Rocky River High School. I've known John for years. So we want to express our sympathies to the McCann, the McKenna, and the Roberts family. Kathleen is listening. Uh, I know here in Cleveland, I think the rest of the family has gone to Ireland to the funeral. Funeral. In yeah. County Monaghan, believe it or not. You don't find too many people from Monaghan in Cleveland. One that I know of, though, is, of course, uh, John McKenna, but also mm. Eddie Crawford's father, Ambassador Crawford. That's where he came from, did you know that? Yep. Tony Monahan, Monahan. Tony often talked about that.
5: Well Jerry, I've got another mm-hmm. debt to announce. Uh, Joey Ginley was a classmate at St. Vincent de Paul. Mm-hmm. And I learned uh, this week that he uh, had a heart attack and passed away. Joey was a um, veteran of the 25th Infantry Division uh, in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. So uh, God bless you and uh, condolences to the family. Also, we
4: want to announce the death of Eileen Corrigan, and that's Tom Car- Corrigan's mother. Uh, and Tom is the president of the Irish American Archives, which is, we're going to talk about that in a few minutes. But Eileen just passed away. Uh, funeral arrangements are pending. You can go to the, the uh, newspaper and you will see it. But it, and our sympathies to the entire Corrigan family on the passing of Eileen. She was the wife of John V. Judge yes, John yes, V. Judge Corrigan. John so um, also I attended yesterday I attended the mass for Madeline Kane. Madeline Cain was the first female mayor of Lakewood, Ohio. Yeah. Uh, Madeline's mother and I, Rita uh, are first cousins or were first cousins, Rita Quinn. She right. married Ed right. Kane. So I was at the mass yesterday. It was a lovely mass, very simple, the way Madeleine would want it. Uh, no frills or anything, just very respectful. And Ma- Madeleine was just a wonderful person. She was one of the, the rare politicians you see. Was she was completely honest. wasn't in the wasn't in the political uh, game for uh, for the money. And I wouldn't be surprised, I don't know this, but I would say Madeline Kim came out of politics poorer than she probably went into it, I would say. She was just a a very ethical person. And uh, did you know, and she's the only one I ever knew, that never took a city car. She was the mayor of Lakewood, Mm -hmm. and she drove around in her own car all the time, and I I don't know, and I think she put her own gas in it (laughs) too. For the two times that she was mayor, I mean, that that is rare. You don't see Very that. rare. <clears throat> I, I bet you if oh. you went around this country, you would not find another mayor in America uh, to, oh, in a city that size. Because Lakewood, is, you know, it's a good-sized well, city.
1: There's too many politicians use the office to, you know, get favors.
5: And some ladies
4: have a bulletproof on all those, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, not Madeline. She was. No, and I'm not saying that because n- she's my cousin. She and I disagreed on, on politics. She would be a liberal and I would be a conservative. But we had some great conversations through the years. And I used to say to her years ago when she was the state representative, I said, Madeline, I may not agree with your policies, but I'll vote for you for governor. Yeah. I, was thaw- I thought okay. that someday she was going to be governor of, of Ohio. What are you going to say? No,
0: she was just, uh, a, again, a good person of ethics and good uh, you know background. Again, Jerry, like you had said, she was a fair person and oh all fair. of that. And uh, there are still many politicians out there who are fair and from good backgrounds and all of that. So to give people. Oh, that's right. That's your right. husband.
4: I, I, yes. And right. he's a yes. great guy. And, no, he, and really, Carly I, 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 Really, Brian is. Brian is top class. Yeah. He yeah. really but is. just
0: talking about Madeline, I had the opportunity to know her, and I almost worked for her, and a really good person.
4: Now, so one thing yes. about her, though, Colleen, mm-hmm. you had to be on time every day. Oh, okay. Day.
6: <laughs> so, right, <laughs> yes. <laughs>
4: you could not be coming I into it like you do tough. here five minutes. Ma- yes. Madeline would clamp down on that really quick. Really JC,
5: quickly. you too. Did you put this uh, Mayo Society bulletin here for a reason?
4: Well, I did because uh, I was talking to the ambassador the other day, Ambassador Crawford, and he said he didn't get it at his office. I don't know why, we're gonna but we've got to make sure that he does get it because his picture is on the cover. We're That's talking true. about the Mayo Society newsletter that just came out. If you didn't get it in the mail and you're a member, you better let us know. Because we was th- something, you know, occasionally things go wrong with the post office. Well, page
5: two of the bulletin uh, on board member spotlight on Tom Scanlon. Yep. Didn't have my byline, which is okay. I didn't uh, write it with the byline, but the whole story appeared in Irish Central. Yes, That's right. Yeah, yes, word it did. for word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so which
4: is very N- good. Neil O'Dowd picked it up. Yeah, I didn't get any credit for that. Oh, should That's I sue him, Jerry? You should. You, you should. And I'll get you a good lawyer. His name is Tom Scanlon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jerry, we've got a lot of great things coming up with the Mayo Society. We do want everyone to see our bulletin. And uh, then uh, last week coming up with some of the fish fries at some of our local clubs. And we've got some great guests today. And I know I'm going to have a shout-out, but I don't know if we got the song in yet, Jerry, uh, the message I sent to you earlier. Do you know? Or no? No. Okay, I'll get it in, and then I'll do the well, shout-out. Stepping out Mary. Stepping out My Mary. My sister-in-law, oh, Mary oh. Day uh, Colvard. It's her birthday today, and great April birthdays, along with Jerry Quinn. Uh, his birthday this past week, Jerry.
4: Yeah, I had a very enjoyable birthday. I'm glad. I, nice I, I really was. The whole the whole family got together. Well, We had a couple missing. We had one guy in Chicago who couldn't okay. make it, so okay. that was uh, that was a shame. But he, he <laughs> you know, i got to tell you this. And I probably shouldn't. He'd probably be mad as hell at me for telling it. Uh, he w- he was over in um, what do you call it? Arabia, not Saudi Arabia, in uh,
0: Dubai.
4: Uh, uh, in Dubai. Dubai. Yes. For St. Patrick's Day, And he was going oh, to play cool. going to play music with Declan Fahy. They There's yes. an awful lot of Irish, you know, in Dubai. It's oh, full of. Yes, them. there are. Yes, there are. So mm-hmm. he went to Dubai yeah. to right. play some music, traditional music, with okay. a, a four-piece band, and uh, he was there. I think one day, just waiting to do the do his thing with the music, and he rented a bicycle and he's riding along the boardwalk and somebody jumped out in front of him, he, a pedestrian, knocked him off the bicycle and broke his shoulder. Oh. So he couldn't oh play. I'm
0: so sorry. So, you oh know,
4: he was very. Pat, that's terrible. Pat was very disappointed. Yeah. So he is coming in for Easter.
7: Good. Ne- nice. He'll be in next
4: Sunday. Maybe, nice. maybe I can talk him into coming into the program. We'll I don't good. know. Yeah, Th- I we'll will, try.
0: Yeah, that'll be good. But um, I know Mary Day-Colvard, and a birthday today. I hope her family and uh, friends are all around her, and she has a beautiful day. But I'll get that song on. But, Jerry, you do that?
4: Yeah. Now the Rose, of, the Rose of Tralee this year is Sarah McInerney, and she's going to be represented in Ohio at the, Ohio at the uh, Rose of Tralee in, um, in Tralee. Next August. So she's with us on the program today. We'll be talking to her in a few minutes, but in the meantime, we better play some music. Here's Frank Patterson to open up our program as we usually do with God Bless America. Here he is.
8: When the storm clouds guide. Far across the sea, let us swear allegiance to a land that's free. Let us all sight and guide her through the night with a light from above from the mountains to the prairies to the oceans white before Land that we love, stand beside her and guide her through the night with a light from above, from the mountains to the prairie.
4: That was the uh, Brock Maguire band. They're a fabulous traditional group. Uh, Maguire is uh, an M.D. actually in County Clare. Manus Maguire and um, Brock Paul Brock is a great accordion player. Colleen, over to you. You you have a dedication for this next song coming up. It's by Mary Lane, and it's called Step It Out, Mary. What, who, who, who are you dedicating that's this to? That's
0: right. I'm dedicating it to Mary Day Colvard. Um, my sister-in-law, Mary, have a great day and a wonderful birthday and a wonderful year. So have Is this, fun. That's it? That's it.
9: Step it up, marry my fine daughter Step it up, marry if you can Step it up, marry my fine daughter Show your legs to the My daughter, show your legs Tree man. to the, the country,
4: 1028 here on The Irish Show on WHK, AM 1420. You can give your ID a Call at 216 901 on Colleen is on the Internet, or on the internet at quinnirishradio at yahoo.com. And we do have a website, which is quinnirishradio.com, and we have um, a podcast on that site. The podcast, if you go to quinnirishradio.com, you can hear all the programs going back about a year now. Uh, coming up, we're going to be speaking in a little while. When she arrives, we're going to be speaking with the 2022 Rose of Trolley. And um, in the meantime, let's, uh, let's go to a commercial, and then we'll be right back. This message from John O'Neill at O'Neill Healthcare. Stand by.
10: When locating the right care for your elderly mom or dad, look no further. O'Neill Healthcare has been providing outstanding elder care in Cleveland's West Side for more than 50 years. Whether needing assisted living, memory support, independent living, skilled nursing, hospice care, dialysis, or rehabilitative therapies, we are here for you. Our team of physicians, nurses, and therapists deliver personalized care with compassion and quality at the forefront. You have peace of mind Knowing they are with extraordinary people who provide exceptional care. O'Neill Healthcare is always improving the care of older adults and is the trusted choice for your loved ones. For more information about O'Neill Healthcare or to schedule a tour at one of our five facilities, please contact us at 440 808 5500 or visit us online at HC. .com. Sean and Michelle
4: Malackey, they own a wonderful little pub and restaurant in Valley City, Ohio. I recommend you go to it, especially with the summer coming on now. The porch, or the the patio, I should say, is just a wonderful place to sit on any day when the sun is shining. But the restaurant is wonderful. JC and I, we had lunch there just a couple weeks ago when we went to Brian Bigley's concert in Medina. It was just wonderful. Here they are, tell you about it.
11: The best European style pub is nearby at Gandalf's in Valley City. Whether you're in for brunch, lunch, or dinner, the chef's inspired menu will cast a spell of deliciousness, keeping you coming back for more. Plus, live entertainment, a large craft beer selection, and great service make Gandalf's pub one of the area's liveliest gathering spots. For great food and fun, it's Gandalf's pub and restaurant, at Trio Tree in Valley City.
4: What were you going to tell me there, Colleen?
0: I wanted to tell you that Jerry. I was out at Joyce Buick in Avon, our favorite uh, car auto dealership. And I saw a good friend, uh, Sean Joyce, and had a great conversation with him. uh, And he is doing wonderfully. So he uh, just is uh, taking over more leadership from his dad and his family and the team there. I I can't tell you from the finance people to the maintenance people, I got an oil change. I just love going out there and the coffee. I got some free coffee, and it was great. (laughs) great. (laughs) It was a nice morning yesterday. I love the coffee shop. I love the coffee (laughs) shop. And they're always so nice people. I was talking to people in the lobby and catching up with all kinds of different people. But it was good to see. Sean, Sean's going to come in one of these Sundays and then uh, talk to us a little bit about all the great things going on with Joyce, and maybe um, our good friend Eddie Fitzpatrick's grandson's going to be back there selling cars, so a lot of good people there.
4: That's right. You can go to their website, (coughs) excuse me, which is drivejoyce.com, or you can call them at 440-934-6600, and they're located at 380-39 Chester Road, right off i ninety. In Avon Ohio.
9: Top of the morning. Western Reserve Group has proudly served Ohio for over 100 years.
11: Their mission has been to provide families with quality insurance protection for their home, auto, business, and farm. For more information about Western Reserve Group, contact your local Western Reserve Group independent insurance agent or go to their website at www wrg-ins.com to find an agent near you.
1: Improve your golf game with Golf Tech. Take the next step to a better game with equipment and custom fitting with the latest technology. Golf Tech has six area locations. Your golf game goes further with Golf Tech. Visit one of Northeast Ohio's Golf Tech locations or go to golftech.com. Golf Tech: Proven path to proven results.
4: A couple of weeks ago, I played Apollo's Fire here, there a Baroque orchestra, but they made a tour of um, England and Ireland a few years ago, and then they made an album after that, after they came back. And here's one of the songs from that, it's called, uh, it's Sugarloaf Mountain, and the name of the song, it's called, The Fox Went Out on a Chilly Night, listen to this. top of it. That's Apollo's Fire here on The Irish Show on WHK, AM 1420, and on the internet at whkradio.com. It's 1037. Sarah McInerney is going to be with us in just a minute. But in the meantime, before Sarah comes on, here's the big boss himself from the Ro- Ohio Rosa Trelley. His name is Mike Killeen, uh, probably Westlake's... Well, most famous citizen. <laughs> <laughs> that ought to make a few other people mad, right? If yeah, i say I you're know, the yeah. most famous.
12: Yeah. It depends what you're famous for.
4: Yes, that's <laughs> right. How are you, Mike?
12: I'm good, Jerry. How are you? Great to
4: have you back with us. Uh, have you been back to County Kerry since we talked at all?
12: Have I? No, I, I'll be there in August, but, uh, but it, I haven't been back this, uh, for a couple of years now. There, there was, this, was a
4: terrible it, tragedy last week. What was that? The, Kerry uh, beat Mayo in the football and they demolished him. Mayo was very embarrassed by the whole thing. Kerry, the old style Kerry football team came out last week. Uh,
12: yeah, Kerry used to be, well, they're uh, they a pretty they, good team over They have the, the
4: most, uh, which will be like Super Bowls here. They have the most championships of any county in Ireland. Next one is Dublin. I think Kerry has like 40, 40 some and Mayo has only got two, God help us. Uh, but they're working on it. But Kerry gave him a good trouncing the other yeah. day. <laughs> but well, I, I love the Kerry character. People. Oh yeah yeah <laughs> it does. Uh, those those Kerry kids are born with footballs in their hands. They really are. That's mm. all. That's all they think about from the day they're born.
12: Uh, yeah. Don't forget uh, the Rose festivals run. Those tournaments are the and uh, frequently they uh, they are concurrent. And there's an awful lot of. Uh, I guess energy, let's put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people over energize it, I think.
4: But this is the first year it's back now. It's been three years, right?
12: Uh, the last time it was held was 2019. T- 2020 yes, three years. 2020 and 2021, both had to be canceled. That's right. So, That's right. so it be
4: should be a big deal this time. They're, b- they're really pulling out all the stops, I'd say. Uh,
12: sure. They are working very hard to make this very memorable. Because it you know, every like everything else, if you don't do anything for a couple of years you kinda of lose some momentum. And but they you know, so there's different people coming in and doing different things, but they're working hard. They the people that run it are, are really dedicated and and uh, do a great job. How
4: are the Ogara's doing?
12: The o- they're great. <laughs> Anthony and Una? Yeah, uh, they're wonderful. And then I Susie. Susie's Susie, my daughter did. is very involved in it now. Oh I didn't
4: know that. I yeah. don't know her.
12: Um she's a lovely young lady.
4: Anthony and Una, though they were here on the program with us, I re- I really enjoyed having them. Hopefully, they'll come back again soon.
12: Uh, he's got to watch <laughs> where he comes to the United States. He's got to kind of spread himself around the center. Say, oh, that's right. We don't that's so right. I I, 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 they could come anytime. We don't have to wait for the Rose. I mean,
4: yeah, yeah. Okay. Why, why why don't we get um our Rose in here? Okay, Sarah, uh, Sarah, McInerney. Yeah, well, hold on. Where is she? Well, well she's uh, talking out there with Ashley they're deep in conversation and they're ignoring us Mike it's like most of the women that I'm around they do that to me all the time <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing at back yeah. there no, <laughs> I'll get it. All right Give her
5: a, a,
12: that mic Go ahead. Yeah okay, Ashley
5: Hi
4: Ashley, how are you doing? Welcome back. Great to have you. Thanks for having us on. You've been Jerry. here. You've been here so many times. You you could do this program.
0: Yeah, I think I drove here in my sleep this
2: morning.
4: I, I, I bet you did. I, I believe you. So where's uh, where's Sarah? She's oh yeah,
2: she's got her sash on. Yeah. She's has
4: on Oh, well, you have to put. Uh, you have to have a sash on when you go public. It's is that it's it? It's in the rules. But <laughs> we. Uh, yeah. That's right. JC is taking photographs, so it, it'll be public. Well,
5: uh, Eddie's going to take photographs. I'm going to do the video. Okay.
4: Well, I'll see what I can do too. I don't trust Eddie with this camera. You know I, the last time he took a picture of me, it was from my chin down. <laughs> there was no head at all he <laughs> and, all and he, he 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 <laughs> s- he said I cut out the bad parts <laughs> <laughs> <Which>
12: <laughs> that's, the most? Okay.
4: that's what he told me but, um he will be, be here in a minute. Should i uh, sh- I think i better play a commercial while I'm waiting. There you go. so l- let's do that if I can. If no. All right. Are we ready? Okay. One, two, three, go. Hello, Sarah. Hello How are you? I'm flying. It. I How was talking. I was speaking to a friend of yours a couple of weeks ago, Vincent Beach. Oh, Vince. Vincent, isn't Gentleman. he? Gentleman. Yeah, he's he's done wonders with the football, hasn't he?
2: Oh my God, the whole
6: club.
4: Yeah.
2: He actually, he was the guy that sponsored me for the Rose. It was Vince. the Cleveland GAA. I rang Vince like the week before mm-hmm. the the Rose. Um, selection mm. night is was like uh, Vince any chance you want to support an Ohio Rose he was like what you need just come to the house mm. <laughs> so Vince is Vince is incredible yeah he is he's, uh, he's a
4: wonderful person I bet you're all excited about the coming trip
2: oh of course
4: yeah. um, and it's it's been a couple of years since
2: actually since I you s- were I, s- I
4: met you I think at the last one that was and as Mike said it was 2020 was it it was 19
12: 2020 20. we had and uh that was the only uh, Rose named in 2020 before COVID hit. So basically our 2020 Rose has been the only Rose out there. That's right. That years. was the year it hit yeah.
4: in March, and you guys had it in uh, February, I think, uh, right? Right. Yeah, right. I remember uh, that.
12: Because we, d- we deliberately do it in uh, before March because of the timing with the, some of the girls that are in college. Plus, that gives the Rose time to get, meet everyone at the St. Patrick's Day. festivities. Mm -hmm.
4: Now, Sarah, I see here, I'm I'm reading your bio in the Ohio, what used to be the Ohio Irish News, John O'Brien's paper is the Irish News now. Mm -hmm. And uh, it says here that you have a Ph.D. And I want to warn you about something. Eddie Fitzpatrick is in the studio. And whenever the word, the, the, the title Ph.D. comes up, he usually has his own interpretation of it. Mr. Fitzpatrick, would you mind giving me that?
1: Piled higher and deeper. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Do yeah, I and you? I agree. Yeah. Well, you get your MS and it's more of the same.
2: Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's coming of age, though, now at this yeah. stage that you need your doc- you need your undergrad, and now you need your master's, and now you need your doctorate, and now you need 10 years experience before you're 25. It's
4: But you, are, y- you were born in County Clare, what town?
2: At Newmarket and Fergus.
4: Oh, I know it well.
2: Small farming town it outside It, it is true.
4: It is true, though the county Clare is the capital of traditional Irish music. Would you? I'd say you'd agree with that, yeah. I would, but it unfortunately, is I
2: was never thrown into it. Is that right? Yeah, my my mother and father never made me pick up anything else other than a hurley stick. So,
4: I <laughs> I have a good friend, a medical doctor, that I just played. He's a, he's an incredible fiddle player. His name is Manus Maguire. Oh, fabulous! And he's um, I think he lives in Doolan now. Perfect. In there. But that's where he, he was born and raised in, in Clare. Mm-hmm. So um, you you grew up in Newmarket and Fergus, mm-hmm. and you went to school locally there?
2: Yeah, in Valley National School. And where so did you
4: go to high school?
2: Uh, Compre- St. Patrick's Comprehensive in Shannon.
4: And then you went on to university where?
2: In Galway.
4: Go, N-U-I-G. Oh, in UI Galway. You know, we do have a program with them here through the Mayo Society where we fund a scholarship from the Mayo Society in Cleveland and John Carroll University with in UI Galway. Oh,
2: incredible. I don't want to go back to school. I but that sounds incredible. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I would support the next fellow. <laughs> I, d-
4: I don't blame you. So then you came when did you come to America?
2: Uh twenty seventeen, so just for the PhD is when I moved, yeah. So it was a five year program.
4: And where did you get the, the PhD from? What, University, University of Akron. University of Akron, yeah. yeah. And what is it in?
2: So it's titled Integrated Bioscience. So that's what I have on my little cert. But it was specialized in a topic called biomimicry.
4: What is that? Biomimicry? Exactly. I've never heard that word.
2: No, Not many people have. I'm very specialized. Mm. Um, so it's the reason why I found Akron, too. So it's actually the only PhD in biomimicry in the world. So I'm one of like 16, I think, in the world that has a PhD in this topic. Um, so hence why I found Akron. I didn't even know where Cleveland was, to be honest, before I moved. Um, so biomimicry is basically bio-inspired design. Um, It's far more than a design process, it's actually a methodology of thinking. And the idea is that the natural world has figured out how to evolve sustainably within this world and how to combat many of the environmental issues that we're currently facing. So as engineers, designers, technologists, if we can learn how nature has done it and implement it within our own technologies, can we create more sustainable solutions? Is kind of the premise behind it. So I'm a zoologist by training. That's why I went to school for in NUIG in Galway. Um, so I work with architects and chemists and engineers to help them learn how nature has done it, so that we can then implement it into our own designs. Nice,
4: nice yeah. stuff. That's
2: the isn't um, uh,
5: Pat Custy from? Have you met him yeah. in Akron? He's a Clare man, isn't he? He, he? is, surety, I thought yeah. so, Yeah.
4: <laughs> Who's that?
5: Pat Custy.
4: Oh yeah, is Pat, that yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Pat works for Zoom. I think he's. He does, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was at Cisco Systems mm-hmm. for years. He's, he's yeah,
2: in I met the him on the hurling the field. I went down to one training session and, and just said hello to a couple of people, and he heard the accent from two fields across oh. and comes <laughs> running down. He's like, You must be a Claire woman. I'm like, Oh, yeah. here we go. <laughs> probably, <laughs> th- he
4: probably wanted you to play music right yeah, exactly, away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I'm sure he I was disappointed to. when he heard that you didn't play music. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's a great person. He and his wife, Nikki, we know them well. Um, Kristen Bigley, who is, in fact, she's going to stop here later on today. Uh, she is uh, environmental. I think I don't know if she's environmental engineer, and she is the administrator now for the Mayo Society. Oh, very good. So nice. you, you'll probably meet her a little later. But the other things you do, you have a, you have a lot of recreational things you do. Like for instance. Unusual for a lady, you, you play football, Gaelic football. I
2: play Gaelic football, I have my entire life. yeah, played at home up until, well, from under sevens, I say, up until senior, and moved here and started with the, the Cleveland GAA here. Um, and we just started a camogie team this year as well. I was going
4: to ask you to explain to our listeners, explain what camogie is. It's a bit like hockey, but tell them, you, you explain it.
2: Um so how I normally explain komogi is it's a bit like hockey, but the beauty is you can actually you can raise the stick above your hip, so there's more of a swinging action to it. With hockey, you have to stay uh, under the hip level. Mm-hmm. Um, and the hockey stick itself, it curls at the end and is quite skinny. With the hurley, it's uh, made of wood and it's got a flat face, so it's got a bigger boss to it so you can get a better drive on the ball. And then the ball itself is kind of like a baseball. It's like a... Cork-filled leather baseball, pretty much, and we call that a slitter. And yeah, it's fifteen against fifteen. It's full contact. They're the goalposts are like uprights. So if you get it in the net, it's three points. You get it over the bar, it's one point. Um, the male version is called hurling. That a lot of people are more familiar with. It's the exact same as the female version. We
4: just it's, call uh, it it's hurling without the swearing.
6: Yes.
2: Lad-
4: <laughs> ladies, the ladies don't swear at each other, right? Not at all. At all. <laughs> no, no, no. We're very ladylike. Do you? Field. Um, I remember um, when I was young, and that's a long time ago. There was no, there were no shin guards, there were no helmets. Uh, you use shin guards now and helmets, right?
2: I l- I literally went out yesterday and bought myself a pair of shin guards. So Because if
4: you if you try to play it without it, it could be,
2: it could have hurt. It's not fun. Yes.
4: Yeah, but then, then again, I uh, it, my memory goes back to the days of people like Christy Ring. Mm-hmm. Who was, you know, a famous, famous hurler, and Christy Ring? I don't think he ever got hurt, and I don't believe he ever hurt anyone. He was the, one of the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. Say, if you're really good at it, I was never good at it. I did a lot of damage <laughs> when I tried to play it, but a lot of people that play it, that are good at it, they don't, they don't get hurt.
2: And I honestly, I think a lot of it is the mindset you use going into it, and in we're trying. It's a lot to, of skill too. Yeah, we're trying to train a lot of new people coming into the sport now, and. They are kind of cautious to get in beside their marker and go for the ball, so they stand off it. And that's where you're going to get injured, is the the swing of the hurley if you're standing away. So you need to get in beside your marker and have shoulder to shoulder. It's the only way that you're not going to get injured, but it's really hard for a new player to go in with that confidence and just go for it. So. Yeah, it's kind of one of those caveats of it's a no, great sport, uh, but...
4: no, I do, I do see from your bio that you are the outdoors type. Of course, yes. you do. You play all the sports, but what about this rock climbing? What about that? That's something I'm not familiar with.
2: I Climbing I rocks? Cl- literally climbing rocks. Um, yeah. I haven't really explored the outdoor spaces as of yet, so hopefully that's uh, this summer's activity. But right now, uh, Kendall Cliffs has an indoor rock climbing gym, so it's basically just moles that are adhered to a wall and you have a harness that's clipped into a rope mechanism mm-hmm. so you put your life yeah, in somebody else's I think else's I've hands. seen that on television <laughs> and they, they repel you up the wall as you're trying to grab onto whatever holes it might be and make your way up to the, the top of the, the wall and you hit a buzzer and then you get repelled back down but the moles themselves are colour coded so if you want to make it really really hard you go for like a level 5 which could be a black Or if you want to make it easy on yourself, you go for like a yellow, which is has loads of moulds on the wall. So it's you're more just like Spider Manning up the wall more than anything else. Um, But it's a great activity. It's great for muscle strength, great for flexibility. And I just thoroughly enjoy it because it's a trust exercise, because you are halfway up this wall and all your body weight is being held by the guy that's on the ground or the person that's on the ground. (laughs) So it's, a, it's very much a trust exercise, exactly, yeah. Say a few Hail Marys and off you go kind of idea. Um, but no, it's it's great. But there's a lot of people that get into bouldering, which is pretty much the exact same but without the harness, which terrifies me a little bit. Okay. Um, but there's a lot more of that going on outdoors. So you actually get a natural rock place and, and you climb it. So, so if a
4: man had an ex-wife and he wanted to teach her rock climbing, that mm-hmm. might be a good thing to do.
2: Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yes, yes, how about the horseback riding? You do a bit of that too, huh?
2: I have. I grew up horse riding. Um, It's it's one of those grays that I have. Grays, yeah. oh, Irish for love. I just, it makes me just happy. makes me sing. Um, I did it as a child. Um, did you do
4: short jumping? Or was I it actually
2: just did dressage. The um the stable that I was at that was their main focus was dressage, so I would have preferred show jumping because it's a bit more wild and fast. Yeah. Um, but the dressage is very much prim and proper, and you've got your shoulder pads, and you have the horse doing bows and crossing its feet and all that crazy stuff. It's a very very difficult. Um,
4: but do you have? Does the rider have to control the horse to do that? Yes. So That's it's really? all
2: about weight distribution and pressure in the heels and turning your toe at the right point. Do you talk to them? Um, not really. Most of it is literally just communicating through weight distribution and different pressure points. It's it's a very impressive sport to see it done right. Yeah. Um, but that would be
4: I'd say that would be the sport of the aristocracy, though. Would you say so?
2: It's a lot of top. You do top have that aristocratic
4: accident. look about you. <laughs>
6: The well,
2: austrians oh yeah wait until we're chatting for another couple of <laughs> minutes <laughs> but no since i moved here now i've joined a stable down in um in actually in peninsula here um and she just does more um cross-country type stuff so i'm hoping to get get more into that but the phd took president the last two years so i was terrified of getting injured so i I've moved away for it now. but it I like think
4: one of it. the things we have here in Cleveland, I always brag about it, is our metropolitan park system. Oh, how do you like it?
2: It's one of the things, and it's so funny, the amount of people I've met, they're like, Cleveland? How, what? Why? How did you end up in Cleveland kind of idea? Yeah. And it's the first thing I go to. I was like, you have no idea. The metro parks, you can bike from Cleveland to Akron through a metro park without stopping. You've it's wonderful. You can hop on train. And get back up and hop off the train, get some ice
4: cream. So 105 miles, I think. The Emerald Necklace is 105. I mm-hmm. will tell you something, Sarah. When I was younger, I used to own a bicycle shop, and I had a bike club, and we used to ride that mm-hmm. Metro Parks every Sunday morning. That was before I started the radio program on Sunday mornings. We used to ride that 105 miles every Sunday.
6: Every
4: Sunday. Yeah, it was it was great, and it's easy to do it after you do it about twenty thousand times.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I don't have the calves for that. But it's, <laughs> a, it's really, sure. it, it
4: is, a, it's an incredible park system. It's one, yeah. of, it's one of the great gyms of our city, just mm-hmm. like our art museums have, and our historical museums. Mm-hmm. That's great. Listen, we're going to talk some more. I want to talk to you about the Rose Trail and what you're going to be doing over there. And I, I got just the perfect song here for you. And uh, you probably never heard it because you're just so young. But there's um, a favorite singer of mine named Brendan O'Dowda. And you never heard of him because he's he's been dead for years, but he recorded a song called "The Darling Girl from Clare." Did you ever hear it?
2: Possibly.
4: Yeah, I, d- I didn't think you would have, but here it's it's yeah. Well, I'm just going to play it right now, and this is especially for you, "The Darling Girl from Clare." And this was recorded probably 40 years ago, so here it is. <coughs>
13: We were sitting on the wall upon a Sunday to watch the girls go by and thinking we'd be married to And one day when Kate Flynn caught our A oh boy, she was the makings of a fairy and it made each boy all oh, swear there's not a girl in the wide, wide world like the darling girl from Clare and every man I got the finest plan you'd ever seen. now, barrin' me now. Every day there's one of them would say that she'll agree now, you'll see now. All night they'd fight as to which of them was right about the colour of her eyes and hair. But not a word from me was ever heard about the darling girl from Clare. is fig and it's the father I'll be pleasing. I'll tell him of the land I've tilled. I'll tell them of the cattle I have grazing and the house I mean to build. And when he sees the arable and pasture and the fat stock feeding there and the hens and the chicken will go to the dickens for the darling girl from Clare. So every man I got the finest plan you'd ever seen now, barring me now. Every day, there's one of them would say that she'll agree now. He'll see now. Thinks I well now, though I haven't air a cow of cash. I've got my share, and so I know the way they ought to go about the darling girl from Clare. Says Sharpie she'll be coming to the shop here To buy some sort of thing I axe her if she has a mind to stop here And should I buy the ring And when she sees the curtains on the windows And the owl clock on the stair Keeping time to the minute No one else will there be in it With the darling girl from Clare So every man has got the finest plan you'd ever seen. No, barring me now. Every day there's one of them would say that she'll agree. No, he'll see now. Thinks I am a stop all your life in your shop. I'm not a hair i care. With all your gold, he'll never hold a hold upon the darling girl from Claire. <laughs> I never said a single word about her, but I met the girl that day. I told her I could never live without her, and what had she to say? She said that I might go and ask a father. I met him then and there. And in less than an hour we were fighting for the dower Of the darling girl from Clare So every man has got the finest plan you'd ever seen now barring me now Every day there's one of them would say that she'll agree now You'll see now But late last night when the moon was bright I asked her if she'd share
1: WHK Cleveland, a service of Salem Media Group, broadcasting from the Discount Drug Mart studios. Proud to be celebrating over 50 years as your hometown pharmacy.
6: And
4: we're in our number two of the Irish program on WHK AM 1420 and on the internet at WHKRadio.com. We have a listener that has been listening to us for about 40 years. His name is Dick Coward. And he lives somewhere out in the Solon area. And I just found this out the other day. Uh, I didn't. His wife went to school with my wife, Nellie, 40 years ago. Was that 35 years ago or 50 years ago? I don't really know. But they went to school together. And she said to me the other day, she says, you know, Dick has been listening to your program for years and years. And one of his favorite songs is the Greenfields of Ireland. So I took up the song. And it was recorded by a fellow named Terry McAloon, who actually wrote it. He was from Belfast. And he was great friends with my good friend, Jerry Donovan, who lives in Lorena, Ohio. So Jerry was the one that actually put me in contact with Terry McAloon and the song. So here is it is, The Green Fields of Ireland. And this is for our longtime listener, Dick Coward. Hope you're listening, Dick, this morning. Here it is. The Green Fields of Ireland.
14: In soft summer, summer, summer breezes, our wild, wild winter wind, wind, our hearts in the green fields of Ireland, over the moorland and over the lea, along the Atlantic, oh, what do I see? The high hills of Antrim, the coastline of Clare, The green fields of Ireland will welcome me there. For we are an island way out on the sea, And we are the Irish as proud as can be. In soft summer breezes or wild winter's wind, Our hearts in the green fields of Ireland As I stand by the harbour Oh what do I see The great ocean liner is waiting for me And as young people leaving For lands far away All we ask is the right to go or to stay, for we are an island way out on the sea, and we are the Irish as proud as can be, in soft summer breezes are wild winter swim, our hearts in the green fields of Ireland. The troubles may come and the troubles may go on the ways of an Irish man you never know And the armies of England still force us to fight For our survival and for our rights For we are an island way out on the sea and we are the Irish, as proud as can be. In soft summer breezes our wild winter's wind, our hearts in the green fields of Ireland. So we'll pray that someday all our troubles may end. And we'll bury our hatred along with the bond. Of breezes, our breezes are wide will just Our hearts and the green fields Of fireland
4: Oh, our hearts when the green fields There he is, Terry McAleon he, he wrote that j- song A good many years ago And Dermot O'Brien I think Dermot O'Brien Wrote the sleeve notes for that album. And I'm happy to say that I was the one that brought um, Dermot O'Brien to Cleveland. He was probably, in his day, was the prolific songwriters that Ireland has ever produced. But he was also a great athlete, and he captained the County Loud football team, the first and only time they won the All-Ireland, I think, about the, around the same time as Mayo did. Claire has got a few It's um, got a few winners, don't they? How many, how many All-Irelands did they win? They, they're quite a few though. It's a great, it's an athletic county too, isn't it? Hurling and football.
2: Yeah, it's one of those dual counties, thank God. Um, so my sister is actually was the nutritionist for the Clare hurlers when they won the a last. A nutritionist. Time. Yeah, sports nutrition. Um, what was I? Was that back in 2014?
4: You I don't know. know.
2: Clare won last. Um,
4: All I know is Mayo has only won two. Yeah. The last one was 1951. I think that was the same year as the Indians won the, was 40 it, Mike? 48, 48. <laughs> was it? That's about the same time, though. We're, 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 we're way back. It is uh, five minutes past 11, hour number two of the Irish show on WHK, AM 1420. In the studio with me this morning is Sarah McInerney, and she represents Ohio in the Rose of Trolley Coming on what's the date in August, uh, Mike? Um. Here. It's, Ashley, it's the there 19th you are.
2: through
4: the 23rd. The 19th the 23rd of August?
2: Yes, that's the festival. Now Sarah's actually going to arrive in Ireland and start the tour on the 11th.
4: Get close yeah, to that line. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get there when? The 11th? The 11th,
2: yeah. The tour starts on the 11th. Now
4: is there going to be a big contingent of Newmarket and Fergus people there? The making earnings are going to flood the place.
2: You've been duly warned. Yeah. <laughs> um, my parents actually just had their fourth year's wedding anniversary last week. And my mother is like, we're going to scope the place. I was <laughs> like, what? <laughs> so my mother and father spent the last three days last weekend in Getting to know the, the local bar know people, getting to know people in the hotels. Sorry. So, yeah, <laughs> they'll have the place. They'll be <coughs> running the place before they. Before are August. you uh,
4: Are you familiar with all the procedures? I'm sure Mike has probably and Ashley. They probably have told you.
2: They have several times, and I have a couple of emails that explain it too. But it's kind of in one ear and out the other with me right now. with oh yeah, Trying to start yeah. this this new job that I just started. So, I'm uh, I'm slowly but surely getting. Getting familiar with it all, but to be honest, it's just going to be a week of go with the flow for me. <laughs> you know, so you
4: know, you're going to get um, your. An escort is going to be appointed to be with you. Mm-hmm. Will it be one of the local fellows, or will they be from some place like far away as Dublin?
2: Oh, I was about to say far. We far hope away. not. No, they'll all be Irish, will but maybe Dublin. I, I've, I've no idea how the escorts are scle- selected. How I know they're uh, Mike,
4: how but do they, how do they set up the escorts? I know, I remember years ago, though, a lot of the UCD students, that was one of their main goals was to become an escort. (laughs) That's all they thought about. They weren't thinking about studying. How do I become an escort for the Rose of Trelleys?
12: It's very similar to the Rose. They have to apply, and then they're uh, interviewed. And uh, actually, you can apply from the U.S. They do it by uh, Zoom. Uh, Then they have to come to Ireland for basically a training camp. Which is kind of like going through marine. They have to carry logs through the oh, uh, through the surf and all that. And they're chosen for their uh, uh, personalities. They're outgoing, and they they actually what they do is uh, uh, each rose is assigned an escort, and halfway through it, they change. So you'll have two oh, different escorts, okay. and the escorts are again a very impressive. We talk to them; they're very aggressive young people. You know, some of them are. Uh, there's a guarda are in there. There's uh, different all doctors different professions. And all sorts yeah. Officer yeah. Me,
5: can I apply? <laughs> there no, is, there is an age limit. Play. I no, think I you've tripled it. it. Uh,
12: <laughs> <laughs> I tried; it didn't work. <laughs> uh,
4: <laughs> what is the age limit for the Rose Channel for, for girls' entrant? Is it twenty-eight?
12: It's, it's now up to thirty. It's or thirty 30 or years or 29 old. Twenty-nine, rather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. But uh, they just did that t- a year ago or two years ago. Mm. So. Uh, Then there's, I think, escorts can be up to 30 or 32, and uh, anyone that really has an interest in doing it, they have a fabulous time. The escorts just, you know, they they're with the roses during the entire thing, and they are uh, not only their 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 job is somewhat to protect their rose, but the real job is to make sure she's having a great time, and somehow they also have a great time.
4: (laughs) Oh yeah, I'm I'm sure they do, and probably all expenses I, I w- paid.
12: I would encourage anyone that'd like to go to Ireland and be an escort, uh, let us know, call us, and we'll uh, we'll get, we'll set you up with the how you apply and all that. Mm-hmm. There have been a couple of uh, Cleveland people uh, looked at applying, and at the last moment they had a pull out. Uh, but uh, it would be a great time.
4: Well, you have to take the time off work anyway. Any problem getting off work for this thing?
2: The beauty of my job right now is that it's fully remote. So oh, really? I'm actually going to go home and work from home. So while
4: you're on the bus in Ireland, I'm driving around, you can be working.
2: I could. I have taken the middle week off when the, the tour is really kicking off because I'm under no illusion that it's going to be a, an easy couple of days. Um, but yeah, the, the initial days on either side, I think I'm just going to have the laptop there in my lap and do a couple of couple of bits. It'll be fine.
4: So you'll be able to go home too. You're not yes. that uh, Newmarket and Fergus is not that far from Tralee, actually. No,
2: I'm I'm hoping actually to fly into Shannon maybe the week before the tour begins, and just get some family time, um, and then start the tour then. So.
4: We're f- we're uh, starting our tour on the 13th of June. 13th. Oh, wow. That's g- That's coming up. We're going to be down. We won't be down that area this time. Think the closest we're coming is Galway. Good. We're going to be at the Galmant in Galway. Oh, nice. Oh, we're, go- we're going to take a trip out to the uh, the islands.
2: Oh, lovely. The Iron Islands. From Galway.
4: Yeah, from Galway. Yeah, we're yeah. going to do that.
2: Nice.
4: And then uh, then we're going to head back up to. Did you ever hear of Sean's Bar? It's supposed to be the oldest bar.
2: Yes, uh, that's right. It our says bar. in
4: the world, I think. Mm-hmm. But I know, I may maybe it's Ireland.
2: Sh- Sean's yeah. Bar in, in Galway,
4: near right? No, it? it's near Athlone.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I have heard of it, I haven't been into it.
4: Yeah. Oh, we're going there. Nice. <laughs>
6: <We're> going <to laughs> Priorities, guys. I love it. <laughs> go,
4: go to it, then. and, and uh, we're going to finish up at Port Marnock, the golf club, the famous golf club where a lot of the you know a lot of the famous golfers mm-hmm. have played, and that will be the n- night before we're coming back. But I'm I'm really looking forward to the trip. Yeah. Should be uh, hopefully we'll have the sun shining as we go along, and we're doing the radio program live. From my town of Ballina, the hotel in the town. We're going to have it live. And uh, Andrew will be here making sure that we stay on the air. And if we go off the air, he'll just have to pinch hit and <laughs> do what he has to do.
2: He'll figure it out. That's right. Let that there be no <laughs> panic. That's right.
4: <laughs> we'll come back and talk some more. Stand by. Uh, here's um, here's Actual Crossing. This is Brent and Brittany. I love those two. They're just great performers. Here they are. And this is called The Man from the Daily Mail.
15: Now Ireland is a very funny place, sir. It's a strange and a troubled land. The Irish are a very funny race, sir. Every girl's in common a man. Every dog wears a tri-coloured ribbon tied firmly to its tail. And it wouldn't be surprising if they had another rising, said the man from the Daily Mail. Every bird upon my word is singing treble, I'm a rebel. Every hen and jay are laying and grenades over there, sir, I declare, sir. And every cock in the farmyard stock was a triumph for the gale. And it wouldn't be surprising if there'd be another rising, said the man from the Daily Mail. The other day I ventured down to Clare, sir, and I spied an old Borees. Such a bunch of busy gooses there, sir, dressed in orange, white and green. They marched to the German goose step as they whistle grand you well. And I'm shaking in my shoes as I'm sending out the news that the man from the Daily Mail Every bird upon my word is singing treble, I'm a rebel. Every hen and chair laying hand grenades over there, sir. I declare, sir. And every cock in the farmyard stock frozen in triumph for the gale. And it wouldn't be surprising if there'd be another rising, said the man from the Daily Mail. It's Sinn Féin through and through All the boys there Joined in local units And the password's Sinn Féin too Every doggy wears a Tri-colored ribbon Tied firmly to its tail And it wouldn't be surprising If there'd be another rising Said the man from the Daily Mail Every word of A rebel
4: That is Brent that is Brent Hopper and Brittany Riley in the call the actor crossing here on the Irish Show on WHK fourteen twenty. You know, for generations Chambers funeral home has been part of the great history of Northeast Ohio. Providing meaningful funeral services is what Chambers strives to provide. Pre planning your future funeral arrangement is a wise and sensible choice in estate planning, and Chambers can help assist you and your family. From traditional burial services to cremation service, the funeral directors at Chambers are skilled and assistant families of all faiths and financial abilities. Please call Chambers Funeral Home at 216-251-6566 or visit them at chambersfuneral.com and they would be honored to discuss all of the many options available to you and your family. As we commemorate a life well lived, Chambers Funeral Homes are proud to be family-owned and operated, and helping Greater Cleveland families since 1933. There are three locations in the Cleveland area now to serve you. You can call them at 216-251-6566. This coming week, we're going to be remembering all of the people that passed, that died on the Titanic. It's the twelfth, twelfth of April. It's coming up this week. What di- What is the twelfth? Is it? Today is the 10th, Tuesday, Tuesday, when the Titanic went down. And, of course, the last port of call of the Titanic was Cove in County Cork, where I sa- sailed from myself in 1961. I don't think it had changed the town. It changed that much from 1912 to when I boarded the ship in 1961. I remember I stayed in the third floor, a room on the third floor of a house and somebody told me that house is still there where a lot of the departing immigrants stayed. <coughs> we had 12 rooms in the hotel, and there was one bathroom. <laughs> it was it was pretty rough going. Uh, but I remember it while I stayed there. My dad dropped me off, and he said, See ya, son. And he was gone. And then uh, I boarded the ship the next morning, got on what they used to call the tender, which was uh, uh, like a... Um, a boat that took you out to the ship because the ship couldn't come in real close and the, har- the harbor wasn't deep enough. But I remember that very well. That was, that was a good many years ago. But anyway, I digress. Uh, Johnny McAvoy, who's a wonderful songwriter, he wrote a song about a young couple that were just married four days. And his name was John Williams. And he boarded the Titanic and all the great things that he was expecting to happen. Alas never did. He sailed on the Titanic. So you know how that ended up. So here's the story of John Williams.
7: Last I saw John Williams, a young man full of pride, to have his bride oh, just four days stand shyly by his side. He laughed and slapped me on the back, he said, Boy, oh, can't you see? I've seen the last. Windswept box and bogs, the last of me and the peelers and the landlords, and the risings of the moon. And if ever I return again, it will be too bloody soon. Rich man, poor man. Man, wife sailed away into the night. Where they'll end up, no one knows. Round and round the story goes. He said, My friend, I'll take my chance in far off New York town. They say there's lots of work there, and a good man won't stay down. For with my lassie by my side, we'll build a better home. And when the sea trips over land, we never will roam. So we said farewell upon the quay. There was nothing left to do But to pray for joy And his lovely bride That their dreams might all come true How I envied you, John Williams And your lovely fair-haired bride To be sailing on that mighty ship For she's the finest liner That was ever built by man And they say there's naught can sinker Not even God's own hand Man's pride can be his own downfall That great ship sailed from home But I thought i and she's crying, that she'll me to the bone. Rich man, poor man, beggar man, wife, sailed away into the night. Where they end up, no one knows. Round.
4: Twenty-two minutes past the hour of eleven o'clock here on the Irish Sean WHK AM fourteen twenty. Uh, we'll be back speaking with Sarah in just a moment. Stand by for this message from John O'Neill.
10: When locating the right care for your elderly mom or dad, look no further. O'Neill Healthcare has been providing outstanding elder care in Cleveland's west side for more than fifty years. Whether needing assisted living, memory support, independent living skilled nursing, hospice care, dialysis, or rehabilitative therapies, we are here for you. Our team of physicians, nurses, and therapists deliver personalized care with compassion and quality at the forefront. You have peace of mind knowing they are with extraordinary people who provide exceptional care. O'Neill Healthcare is always improving the care of older adults and is the trusted choice for your loved ones. For more information, about O'Neill Healthcare, or to schedule a tour at one of our five facilities, please contact us at 440-808-5500, or visit us online at O'NeillHC.com. As I said earlier, our
4: trip to Ireland is actually closed out, but I think you probably could get on it if you wanted to. We closed it out Friday. Some of the hotels we are staying at, we'd never been at the Grand Central Hotel in Belfast before. This is the first time at that. Also, the Central Hotel in Donegal, two nights there. Bellinaia Manor, we have been. Galmont Hotel in Galway, we have not been to. That's a new one. And, of course, the Port Marnock Hotel and Golf Club in Dublin. But what I would recommend is you do this, and you can get some information from him if you call Tim Vaughan at 216-210-0828. That's 216-210-0828, and Tim will fill you in it. The, what what usually happens when you close these things out like this, sometimes the price changes, it goes up a little bit. It may happen because, again, as you get closer to the event, you know how it is. You know how airline tickets are going up okay, right now. So call Tim at 216-210-0828. It is 1124 here on the... Radio uh, here on Quinn Irish Radio, WHK, and we're here every Sunday morning from 10 until noon. Um, call, call Eddie at 216-901-0945. He's over in the other studio buried in the Wall Street Journal getting educated about what's going on in the world around him. In the studio with me this morning is Mike Killeen, who is the head of the Ohio Rose of Tralee. Here in Ohio, and um, this year's representative is Sarah McInerney. She's from County Clare, Newmarket, and Fergus, a town that I have often visited and gone through it many, many times in my travels back and forth to Ireland. So you'll be uh, you'll be in um, in Ireland in August, and what did you say it was? 19th, Ashley. They start out on the 11th, I believe. The 11th. But there'll
12: be, I think, it's like a five or six-day bus tour. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did
4: you ever think when you came here that you'd be making this journey, Sarah?
2: No, not at all. And even after the selection event, I was still was not expecting this at Mm -hmm. all, at all. So, yeah, I'm excited to get back home, but this was not. I bet, I bet your (laughs)
4: parents are on top of the world that know their their little girls coming home.
2: It's 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 actually a really weird sensation because. I ring home and there's just chaos going on, like happy chaos sure. of everybody going to Tralee and I'm going to be the Ro- like Ohio Rose and all this stuff. And then I get off the phone and it's just me in my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's a very strange back dynamic. Back but to reality. Yeah, but no, they're all very, very excited at home, which is great.
4: Where, where do you travel around? And Ashley will probably tell me this. Where around Charlie do you go with the bus? We'd say every day, it's going to be going on for eleven uh, for 10 days or so, where do you travel sure. to?
2: Um, so each year the tour is different, um, and so we don't have all the details yet. Sarah will get more information as, as it gets closer. Um, this year they are going to start in County Wexford though, so that's a bit different than what they've done before. Really? Yeah, it's been County Kildare um, before. But um, they are just welcomed so well by well, all the side. towns in, in Ireland um, that invite them to come. Um, you know, we saw, you know, last, last time um, when Danielle went over, she, you know, there were shovels and they were tossing the peat around um, in a bog. So that was pretty fun to watch. Um, lots of different activities that they do all throughout. You know, they'll go to the races um, in Tralee, the Greyhound Station, sure. um, things like that. So it's
7: a good fun.
4: Take them to the dog track. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's big. Isn't that pretty big? Dog racing is pretty big in, uh, mm-hmm. in that area, isn't it?
7: Yeah,
2: and there's actually a, a racetrack just in Limerick City as well, so that's pretty close to home. So we've gone there for several You've several been events. there already probably yeah, yeah, yeah. many times. I've also tossed Pete, too, so I don't know if I want to go back y- to work. Y- you cou- <laughs> <It> sounds <laughs> like you're you know, to do it. <laughs> Sarah, yeah, yeah, first one. Sarah, you <laughs> could be
4: a tour guide.
2: <laughs> I could be a tour guide. Fun fact, I used to be a tour guide of Chicago. One yeah. summer, yeah, so I've I've done my time as a tour guide, but I'd actually love to do a tour of Ireland for people. The amount of people I meet, they're like, oh, I've gone to Ireland, yeah, I was in Dublin, and then they've stayed in Dublin for the week. I'm like, oh, no you got to get out and see the country, so I'd yeah. love to do it.
4: <laughs> yeah, I think I have done 21 or 22 tours, I can't remember how many exactly, of Ireland. I've seen an awful lot of it. I've seen many of it many times because we go to th- th- certain interesting places you just have to go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if you go to the south of Ireland, if you go to Kerry, you have to go to Killarney or Trilly and, and Dingle. Th- yeah. Those are places you have to. Uh, we did the radio program from Dingle a few years ago. Uh-huh. And we met a great family of musicians, the Mulcahies. There's three sisters and a couple of brothers. Brilliant musicians, traditional musicians. We met, uh, uh, I think, well, I forget which, it was two of, it was two of the girls and, and the, the one boy, but they were just incredible. And it was uh, wonderful doing that. We're hoping to do the same thing in Bellina at this time. Uh, and, of course, my son Pat is going along. Hopefully he'll be able to play his banjo and his flute. The shoulder will be all healed and better. <laughs> and there's some great musicians around Sligo. I don't know if you, if you knew that or not. Coleman Country. is It's almost like County Clare in a way. Mm. Coleman Country and County Sligo which just borders Mayo. So we hope to see some of the musicians coming in from Coleman Country. But you're right. I would not want to go to Ireland and spend it in one town. Even my own town. Yeah, I want to get around, get around a little bit.
2: But it's funny, it's not until you leave the place, it's kind of that phrase of That's you right. never explore your own backyard. It's not until you're going home with a couple of tourists and you're trying to show them the country that you get to, that you make time to explore. So yeah. I think it was a couple of years ago was the first time I was ever up in Belfast and saw some of the. Um, yeah,
4: the did you get to the Titanic Museum?
2: I didn't, unfortunately. Oh, it's not. magnificent. Yeah, we went up and did the Giant's Causeway and we did the rope bridge. And you all did that. the rope bridge? Yes. I did anyway. You the couple of it? pretty terrified. Oh, I danced across it. Yeah, it ah, no, pro- <laughs> no problem. <laughs> no,
4: no problem. It is. Uh, yeah, my my grandsons are looking forward to that. Yeah. We're taking them on so it, so it should be. It should be great. All right, we're going to be back in a minute. Just 11:30 here on the Irish Show on W H K 1420. Here's Eddie coming to say something. I better hold on. You all right, Eddie, I know you got yeah, something.
1: Uh, Debbie Hansen called in. She says uh, she's from Monahan too. Come on That's now.
4: That's right. I, uh, Debbie. The whole
1: Hansen, all the Hansons are, too. And, and so, Debbie, any, uh,
4: did she mention anything about her big event coming up? Her no, Dan? she did not. Oh
1: she oh did not. Goodness, no, Debbie. but uh, our good buddy Tommy called in, and I just wanted to say hi to everybody. So I figured I'd better get that one in. So, JC,
4: we have to we have to find that information on Debbie. I'll, I'll get to my phone, and uh, we'll do that. And also, the Irish American Archives Society, they have a big event coming up, and the International Hall of Fame, which Debbie and Dan Hansen have put on year after year. They're back the first time, just like the Rosa Trelli. They're back after an absence of uh, two or three years. Uh, 1131 here on the Irish show on Do H- you do a shout-out to your, your son, ahead. Sean Quinn? Yes, Sean. Your dad tells me
5: you don't return phone calls. <laughs> I believe him. <laughs>
4: uh, if he's listening, uh, okay, JC. All right. Here's um, here's a group called the new or uh, the old barleycorn, the original barleycorn, and that was the that was the org- that was a group that John Delaney, who was with the new barleycorn here in Cleveland, John Delaney was one of the founders of the old Barleycorn and I saw many years ago at a place in Dublin called the Embankment and here's a recording from that and it's um, this is now what you call a real rebel song. This was the song, kind of a song that the IRA would just love to hear if they're listening to me this morning they probably think great, here it is, it's called Billy Reed.
16: I'll sing you a song of a terrible wrong When the flags, they all flew at half-mast And a man, he lay dead, he'd been riddled with lead And he died on the streets of Belfast All the radio said was another shot dead And he died with a gun in his hand But they didn't say why, they had to die But he died to free our land Well, it happened one day when the bold IRA went out to fight for their land. With an old Thompson gun, put the troops on the run, and return to their home was their plan. All the radio said was another shot dead, and he died with a gun in his hand. But they didn't say why, baby, had to die, but he died to feed our land. When returning the guns, but he met British Huns, and when the fight had begun, his position was dire, when his gun wouldn't fire, so he died with that old Thompson gun. All the radio said was another shot dead, and he died with the gun in his hand. But he didn't say why, Billy Reed had to die, but he died to free our land. Although he lay dead, he was kicked in the head. By the hair they dragged him around, but they still fear him yet and can never forget how brave. But he reached to his ground. All the radio said was another shot dead, and he died with the gun in his hand. But they didn't say why they he had to die. But he died to free our land. If you think he was right, come and join in the fight and help to free Belfast. For the blood that he shed and the low he lies dead, in our hearts his memory will last. All the radio said was another shot dead, and he died with a gun in his hand. But they didn't say why Billy we had to die, but he died to free our land. All the radio said was another shot dead, and he died with a gun in his hand. But they didn't say why. Billy had to die, but he died to free our
6: land.
4: That is uh, the barleycorn going way back. I think it'll be about 1978, 77, 78. John Delaney was part of that. He was one of the founders of the barley corn. Now we have the new barley corn here in Cleveland, which is um, made up of John Delaney and Alec Gabriel. I found um, I found it here on my email, the notice from Dan Hansen regarding the International Hall of Fame. Dan says after missing the induction ceremonies the last two years because of COVID, the Cleveland International Hall of Fame induction uh, dinner. Will be back in person on Tuesday, June the seventeenth, at uh, seventh June the seventh, at Windows and the Rev- and the River. It'll be a very special evening, and you and all who appreciate Cleveland's ethnic diver- diversity are invited. TV3 anchor Russ Mitchell will be the MC for the evening, and Bishop Edward Melesic will give the invocation. The honorees are: uh, we have uh, honorees from Latvia. Ethiopia, Puerto Rico, and the Ukraine. And then we also have the last year. In addition, we will recognize the 2020 inductees who missed out on their ceremony due to the COVID. And they were the Chinese and Margaret Lynch from the Irish community. So make sure we want to be all there to cheer on Margaret. Also, we have African-American, Indian, Armenian, and Slovenian. So it's, that's all coming up. Just mark the date down at Windows on the River, the 7th of June. It's a wonderful event. I've been to it nearly every time. In fact, I am one of the ambassadors from that organization. It's 1137 here on the Irish Show on WHK, AM 1420. In the studio with me this morning is Sarah, Sarah McInerney. McInerney, is that a, a Clare name? I don't know. Do you, sure do you know the Quinn is a Claire name?
2: Uh, that wouldn't surprise me. You about. know the town of Quinn? I have quite a few relatives that live there, yet. yeah. Quinn's yeah. a great town.
4: That's, wha- that's where our family came from originally, and then they moved. I think it's they got run out of Clare for some reason or other, <laughs> maybe Let's stealing, stealing, interesting. stealing <laughs> cattle or something. <laughs> and we ended up in the north of Ireland, and then my great-great-great-grandfather, I think, got run out of the north of Ireland down to <laughs> Sligo, and then on to Mayo. We're like a bunch of tinkers.
6: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Around. <laughs> yeah,
4: we're travelers. Did you, did you know that it's not it's not considered proper to call the people tinkers anymore? I believe so. Did you hear that? Yeah. When I was a, when I was a kid, my mother used to say, "Get out of here, you darn tinker! You, Get out of, stop acting like a tinker." <laughs> my mom might seem fascinated by this. Have you anything to say about It Looks like you're getting ready to. Uh,
12: what, what can you call them now?
4: Trav- uh, traveler.
6: The
2: traveling community. Traveling yeah.
4: community, yeah. That's because they travel, but they're tinkers. I, I don't think tinker is a derogatory term. Do you?
2: I think it's up to those who are carrying the It's the perception, the term. I suppose. Yeah, it's the perception it's your, your that's pers- been carried
4: with for, for years. Of it. Yeah, well, my mother knew what a tinker was, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, knew
5: what a tinker was? Yeah, geez, I, I told You're
4: I'm. Not no, I'm not going to tell you that story right now, <laughs> but my first... My first Venture into into the business world was with the tinker, and it didn't go good for me. Ah. <laughs> Did not go well at all. You're so
5: story hidden. Yeah, I okay. wanted. Yeah,
4: J-, J. C. will put his own concoction on. So anyway, <laughs> we're all we're all going to be uh, pulling for you, Sarah, so that uh, you're going to be the Rose of Tralee. Okay, and we want pressed. you to come back and visit with us when you come back from Ireland, because I know you'll have some tales to tell.
2: Hopefully, I'm not driven out of Tralee. <laughs> oh,
4: not at all. Not, <laughs> not at all. I, I'd say it's going to be different to have somebody that was born in Ireland, especially coming from America. The, 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 a lot of the counties are represented. How many? Co- uh, how many uh, outlets is going to be? On d- Thirty-three in girls. In Thirty-two. In Thirty-two. 30, 32? Mm-hmm. Right. And some of them are from America, Australia, yes. from all over the world. Right. Right. How many are from Ireland?
12: I think. Uh, well, there's about three. Of the three come every year, and probably there's another ten that are rotate. There're probably twelve or thirteen, I suspect, from Ireland.
4: So do they have an elimination process in Ireland? They don't go to thirty-two counties and take one from each county, no. do they?
12: They have the. They have uh, except for uh, uh, Cork and Kerry, I think, and Dublin. They they come every year. The rest of them rotate. Uh, some come two out of three, and some come one out of three. Depends, you know, how big a uh, So that's how
4: they keep the numbers down.
12: Well, he, the reason that 32 is there, that's the uh, the number that they can put on RTE TV in two nights. And they they only have slot. They can't get more on uh, for various technical reasons. That's the reason they maintain a, a, a 32. It used to be they'd send over 60-some, and somehow you had to make them a 32, and that was... Not the easiest process. Let's put it that way. Hmm.
4: Hmm. That's that's uh, something. All right, anyway, Sarah, we're, we're all looking forward to your celebrity status. You are, you're our celebrity <laughs> now anyway. doesn't matter. So, uh, yeah, you're stuck with me now. <laughs> you got, but, but you got some really good guidance here from Ashley and, and Mike. They're, they they're really know it like.
12: You know, as, as much as we'll work with her, when she comes back, she'll say, I can't describe it (laughs) you know i mean it's just such a different experience and that's with every rose we've ever sent over yeah you told us what to expect but we didn't expect this i mean it's great it's a great time and you you know what you're going to do is make 31 new friends for a lifetime yeah Yeah, that's the only thing not the only thing but And a couple of
6: escorts. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Yeah, oh yeah, it should be be great. We're looking forward to having you back. But I want to mention here the Walks of Life invitation has been mailed out, Margaret Lynch says. The 2022 Walks of Life dinner, the 25th almost annual uh, event, will be held May the 19th at Windows on the River. Uh, The 2022 honorees are Danny Chambers, president of Chambers Funeral Home, James Doyle, principal... Hemingway Development, Colette, Colette Gibbons uh, off Council at McDonald Hopkins, Ryan Murray, President of Ohio Real Title, Cheryl Hagan O'Malley, Chief Transformation Officer and Vice President of Southwest General Health Center. And that takes place, as I said, uh, the 25th on May the 19th, it's the 25th anniversary at Windows on the River. Let me see here if there's a phone number to call. No, there is uh, probably, what do we see? I don't even see the email, but I'll t- I'll, I'll get it anyway. I'll, I'll have Margaret in to talk about it in the next couple of weeks. Mark it down, Windows on the River, on uh, May the 19th. It is uh, 11.42 here on the Irish show on WHK, AM 14.20. I uh, was speaking of the Mulcahy's earlier. Remember me talking about them, the Mulcahy's? Here they are. This is what they played when we were in Dingle a few years ago, brilliant musicians. Here are the other Mulcahy's here on the Irish Show, WHK, AM 1420, and the Internet at WHKradio.com. This message from Patrick Campbell at P.J. McIntyre's and the Brady Campbell School of Dancing. Pat asked me to post this. He says, good luck to Lillian Stock, Connor Lardy, and Kira Campbell, who are competing at the Irish Dance World Championships today in Belfast, Northern Ireland. All as well as these dancers during the week, we have Bridget Coyne, Ashlyn Kane Elick, Abby Pierce, and Caleb Grignan. And Pat says, and, and Pat and Rebecca says, so darn proud of these dancers and the rest of the Brady Campbell Dance School. That's from PJ McIntyre's, and of course it's the place where you should. Stop in and have a pint or have your lunch. And what about the Irish breakfast you won't find better than at PJ McIntyre's 1147 here on the Irish show on WHK AM 1420. Here's a song I always like to play by the High Kings. It's called McAlpine's Fusiliers because it goes back to the old days. In England, when McAlpine was the biggest, the largest building contract, probably one of the biggest in the world. And a lot of the people that worked for him were Irish, and a lot of them were laborers. Many of them got killed on the building in, on the building sites in London. But nevertheless, it was a great source of income for a lot of the people back home. Eddie, what do you got to say to me?
1: Well, yeah, there's another person Hang from on. Milton Moth. Uh, Eileen Lackey. That's right. That's right. Another uh, uh, hometown girl. Sean Lackey's mother. Yes.
4: no well. That's right. Okay. Anyway.
1: I had to get that in quick.
4: It's, uh, it's photo time here, so I'm going to play McAlpine's Fusiliers. And remember how lucky we are right here in America that we don't have to work for McAlpine today.
3: Oh, it's down the Glen came McAlpine. The shovel slung behind them Twas in the pub They drank the sub And up in the spike You'll find them They sweated blood And they washed out mud With pints and quarts of beer And now we're on the road again With McAlpine's funeral
4: there are the High Kings here on the Irish show. Mike Killeen. Mike, we're uh, just about ready to wrap up here. And, of course, it's great having Sarah, Sarah McInerney, o- Ohio representative for the Rose Tralley, with us this morning. Delighted. And I'm so glad you do this every year. I'm glad we're back at it again. It's wonderful. So, uh, anyway, uh, we've had some wonderful people represented Cleveland through the years. And one of them is a good friend of yours, right?
12: Well, in order... For us to really get this program going, we found out there was really a Rosa Tralee in Northern Ohio, Linda McCravey-Schubeck. She won it uh, 51 years ago now. Mm -hmm. And uh, hopefully she'll be able to join us this August. They're going to honor all three 50-year Roses because of the two years off. There'll be three this time. And hopefully she'll be able to join us. But without her, I'm not sure we would have got off the ground.
4: Yeah, so Sarah and Ashley, you see 50 years from now, <laughs> you see what <laughs> you guys can look forward to. Isn't that great, huh? Yeah,
2: Linda sets the bar high. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
4: indeed. All right, here we go with uh, Irish. This is called the Cooley Set. If you're a set dancer, and of course, a lot of set dancers here in Cleveland, here they are, Celtic Crossroads. <coughs> Just want to remind everybody that the Mayo Society Tea is coming up on the 5th of June at John Carroll University at the Dolan Atrium, so make sure you mark that down. You will be getting a notice on it for the Mayo Society Tea, and we will be announcing the Mayo Person of the Year at that event. It's the annual general meeting, the announcing of the Mayo Person of the Year, and afternoon tea, so don't forget, June the 5th, John Carroll, 2 to 5. Folks, it's that time again. We got to make way for Tom Kelly. I see he is all set up in Studio in uh, Studio B, ready to go until two o'clock today. If you want to know what's going on in the world around you, there's the man to listen to, Tom Kelly and Company, from two, until two o'clock today. Our program is brought to you by Chambers Funeral Homes, Gandalf's Pub and Restaurant, Valley City, Golf Tag, Joyce Buick GMC, O'Neill Healthcare. P.J. McIntyre's Irish Pub and Restaurant, Vince's Barbershop on East 185th Street, and the Western Reserve Insurance Group. All of these good folks bring you the Irish show this morning on WHK AM 1420 and on the Internet at WHKradio.com. Go to our website, QuinnIrishRadio.com, and you can hear a podcast of this program tomorrow. By noon tomorrow, it should be out. I leave you with the immortal words of John Locke when he wrote... Oh, Ireland isn't a grand you look, like a bride in her rich adorning. And with all the pent-up love in my heart, I be to you, at the top of the morning, I'm Jerry Quinn. Good day.
1: Proceeding program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM 1420 The Answer or Salem Media Group. Charlie Kirk keeps things on the level. They called it the Don't Say Gay Bill, which of course is Hollywood propaganda. It's not about not saying gay. It
3: is a parental rights bill and an anti-grooming bill to protect 5- and 6-year-olds from learning about sexual activity with men and men, women and women. And guess what? Men and women. All those topics are off-limits for four, five, and six-year-olds.
1: The Charlie Kirk Show. Weekdays at noon, right before Dennis Prager at 1 on AM 1420. The answer.
11: And Odyssey.
5: Notre Dame College and Ursuline College prevents the intercollegiate job fair. Join us as employers meet and recruit for businesses featuring over
6: 60 employers based in and around Cleveland. Join us Monday, April 11th at Regina